Didn't you do this kind of backwards, Major? Marine First Lieutenant Oliver Dean asked as he kept his eyes trained through the night vision binoculars. He was peering down the mountainside to the terrorist training camp hidden in the valley among the desert caves. How's that, Lieutenant? Major David O'Callaghan pressed the earbud to his ear. He didn't want to miss any confirmations from the members of his special operations team sent out to surround the camp. Rubbing elbows with the rich and famous in Deep Creek Lake for eleven months. Then, in the summer, just when the weather gets great and the sexy young things in their barely-there bikinis arrive, you come out here in the desert with us smelly, ugly... Who are you calling ugly, Dean? Bates objected from the other side of David. Second Lieutenant Hallie Bates puffed out her abundant bosom, which was crammed in under her bulletproof vest and desert fatigues. Raised in a tough neighborhood in Baltimore, Maryland, the African-American woman's street attitude flared. Take any of those rich pampered hoes from that fancy-dancy Spencer, strip her of her acrylic nails, shove her into desert fatigues and eighty pounds of gear, and slap a helmet on her prissy head. Then see just how pretty she is. They do smell better, David confessed. Hallie wagged her head back and forth while asking, Who would you rather have out here watching your lily-white butt, Major? Me and Matilda? She held up her assault rifle and patted its barrel. Or a sweet-smelling Deb? The Delta team saved David from having to answer. They were in position on the opposite side of the camp. Roger that, David said into his mouthpiece. Charlie, do you read me? Loud and clear, Major. Just waiting for the word. Still haven't heard from Foxtrot and Gamma. David noted more to himself than to his team of three men and a woman. They all kept their eyes and ears focused on what was supposed to be a sleepy terrorist training camp. But they have further to go, he said to soothe his nerves. Seeing lights moving down among the camp, he eased across the makeshift rocky clearing toward the telescope. What's going on down there? Have we been blown? It looks like everyone in that camp is awake, Lieutenant Dean said. Maybe they're practicing nighttime maneuvers? Too many lights and movement to be business as usual, David said while studying three guards running toward the main entrance. The only road leading into the camp cut through a break in the rocky hillside surrounding it. He thanked God that the members of his team had managed to get across the road before attention had been drawn in that direction. Get in place and ready, sir, his radio announced. The last team followed to tell him, Foxtrot is set up. I don't like all this activity. David thought, too busy thinking to acknowledge receipt of the transmission. Do you copy, sir? Foxtrot asked. David hit the button on his mouthpiece. Copy. Charlie, Delta, Foxtrot, and Gamma. Do you all have visuals? All four teams reported that they had their equipment and weapons set up for their attack on the camp. Three vehicles arriving, Lieutenant Dean said with excitement in his voice. Looks like they're having a party. Taking in a deep breath, David focused his blue eyes through the telescope at the two trucks and a Humvee that were making their way across the rocky road into the camp. Talk about timing. Lieutenant Hallie Bates moved in to take a closer look through her night binoculars. They just got two truckloads of weapons. Are you sure? Lieutenant Dean placed his binoculars back up onto his face. Their answer came when one of the men below yanked the lid off a crate to reveal a box full of automatic assault rifles. That's what it looks like. David could hear his team around the camp chattering into the radio.
Everyone hold their positions. I need to report this to command. Yeah, Hallie said with a note of sarcasm. I can already tell you what they'll say. Stand down, Dean replied before sticking his pinky finger into his mouth to chew on a ragged fingernail. I've been at this a little bit longer than you, David said. They may tell us to wait for backup. With all due respect, sir, Hallie said. You guys in the reserves, you haven't seen what we've been seeing. Sometimes I wonder whose side Washington is on anymore. Even in the darkness, David could catch the frustration in her eyes.